0: Learn more at marines.com Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. Who said that? Who the f*** said that? This is Tommy yes? phone's for you. I think it's the devil. Who are these f***ing guys? This is
1: Tommy ass. We'll go to the moon event together. It's a lot of nonsense.
0: A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men what's going on everybody another episode of the total bs podcast and my man justin spears is in the house what's up buddy
1: midweek podcast we're gonna keep it short and sweet today but
0: we got lots to talk
1: about nba startup plans regular season playing games playoffs all that all that jazz we'll also talk about mlb and where they stand i mean Kind of nowhere, but we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about Reggie Bush being reinstated at USC. And we'll also let you know what we're watching on TV. All that more right here on the Total BS podcast. Let's get it.
0: Your fans just might turn into off band. Be cool it's just part of the program. Spit your best 16. If you must, you're not whack. You just sound whack rapping after auto. Your fans just might turn into off band. Be cool, it's just a part of
1: this program it's best 16 if you must you not whack you just sound whack
0: rapping after us happy 23rd anniversary to the goat it's the 23rd anniversary of the famed flu slash pizza poisoning game for michael <laughs> air jordan wow 23 years 23 years. this is 23rd this is michael jordan year for the michael jordan game yeah
1: yeah I don't know about the flu game anymore. I'm very, I I am very skeptical about the explanation to the flu game. Cause I just have so many questions and there were so many red flags during the story in the last dance documentary that you said, you sat there and thought, man, you had all this time to come up with like a really legitimate story and you're left with, there's no restaurants open in Salt Lake City, which we know because, I mean, yeah. Burger King closes at 9 p.m. in Salt Lake City. Uh, we know from 1st experience. That's why <laughs> we know. We, we, we went it. to Salt Lake City for the <laughs> – I didn't say it. He said it. <laughs> but w- I just think – I think the Jazz have the worst fans of the NBA. Just throwing it out there. But um, we were in Salt Lake City for uh, the NCAA tournament. And – Shoot, I remember we drove by a Burger King and it closed at like 9 p.m. So we know that food places in that city close down pretty early. The nightlife is very limited. So I mean you really have to to get food before uh before the night gets old. But I just I have a lot of questions, Saul, because you get a pizza and you have it delivered, and they said there was five guys delivering mm-hmm. the pizza, and they yeah. seemed like they were. Like, oh, man, is that Michael Jordan? Are we delivering this to Michael Jordan? And
0: One then, of them was a Bulls fan. One of them was a Bulls fan. Do we know that? That was, that was, that was confirmed. Yeah, that no, was confirmed.
1: Not, I, I, no, I think that's a wolf in sheep's clothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Justin, I have enough I, I, conspiracy bullshit on my timeline <laughs> on Twitter to deal with outside of the Michael Jordan pizza game. I don't care about all this crazy Left and right wing nutcase stuff that's getting thrown out there when it comes to all this other more important stuff. Do you think I'm going to waste two cents on a conspiracy theory about why Michael Jordan was sick during game? Freaking what I think was what five? I, yes.
1: L- listen, there was five guys <laughs> delivering the pizza. Five okay, guys. That right there, you
0: know and then they later opened up a, a burger joint. <laughs> really
1: made anyways i think (laughs) with the five guys delivering the pizza that right there should have said okay that's a giant red flag and the fact that you like open up the pizza and you're still kind of you know cautious about eating it and michael jordan was the only one that ate the pizza
0: that night right because the other guys that already ate okay everybody else that are ate Okay. So, and Gordon okay, was like, if you, he even said, if you MFers want to eat, you should order your own pizza because I'm going down on this. And that's it. Okay. We ate the whole okay. pizza. Here's and my question.
1: And, and, and he's sitting on the, at, at the toilet at three o'clock in the morning, hurled up in a ball, <laughs> throwing up. Okay. So, yeah. what, so what is it? The stomach flu? Is it, no, it's food they, poisoning. Have you
0: ever had food poisoning?
1: I've had food poisoning before, but why do they continue to call it the food, the, the flu game? Sorry, my dogs barking in the background. But why do they continue to call it the flu game when it's not the flu? It's the food poisoning game. And why it was wasn't that out? Av- and why are we just now finding out about it? That's my thing.
0: You know, I, I don't know. <laughs> it, 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 maybe, maybe it's it's because they didn't realize what it was at first. You know. Um, sorry about that. Uh, maybe it's because they didn't know what it was at first. You know, and so they thought maybe he has the flu, or whatever, and then maybe a couple of days later they figured out it was the flu game or he was food poisoning, and they realized by that point the flu the flu you know storyline was already out there. I don't know, and I don't really care. I don't care if the guy had the flu, I don't care if he had food poisoning, I don't care if he had too much Hennessy that night. I just don't give a I, damn because and, the next day, how he got through that game is one it, of the best exactly. Moments in in
1: sports, period. Exactly. And that's why I say, regardless of what it was, he was not 100% at that time. And a lot of people, if you're in that condition, regardless of what his status was, are you going out and dropping, how many points did he score that game? 40. 40. 40. Dropping 40 points, feeling like that, where you just, all you wanted to do was curl up in a ball and go to bed because you were that sick. And yeah. you go out and do that that's regardless of what his status was it's still legendary and that's why he's the goat
0: think about how awful we have each felt after being hung over or having too much fun the night before right and you wake up and like every little thing you're just like you're trying to build up the stamina just to get to the next point like whether it be to the kitchen to get a glass of water to the bathroom to maybe throw up again Like, every little thing takes, like, every ounce of your energy. Now imagine going out there and playing against the best athletes in the world (laughs) (laughs) on a national stage for an NBA championship. That's pretty remarkable. Also, uh, to any pizza joint out there that didn't capitalize on this, shame on you. Because why wouldn't you have put the Michael Jordan pizza poisoning special on your board and say, hey, this is the exact thing that he ordered that night? It would have been awesome. It would have been great. You can buy it right now. See? That sounds like a hefty lawsuit. That sounds like a hefty lawsuit. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I ordered the number 23 special and I got sick. (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, speaking of the NBA, uh, they're the first sports league that looks like they're on the verge of coming back. And uh, they they are the first one that actually has a plan in place, I will say this. Now, Major League Baseball is talking about a July 10th start date, but the clock is ticking on their agreement, and we'll get to that in a moment. But the NBA looks like they're on the verge of coming back. Uh, A plan is in place where they're going to return on July 31st, but also Woj just tweeted out that it could be on the 30th, and they're going to move it up a day. I'm sure there's reasonings behind it. I haven't looked at the tweet to to really dive into it that much. But – 1,600 people at the Disney Complex, uh, the wide world of sports. Um, It's a perfect facility to host all those teams. And I think it's a a great opportunity because they can control the bubble. Any player that leaves the bubble is subjected to a 10-day mandatory quarantine upon return which means there is no going out to the restaurants there is no going out to like a club there is no going out to the rest of disney like they are sequestered to this one spot um what are your overall thoughts on that justin you know i think i'm excited for it because you know this
1: is going to be perfect live sports going on in the summer and i think it, it's Awesome that it's going to happen on July 30th, and you know we're we're getting to that point. Like it, I don't know about you, Saul, but during this whole quarantine period, I know things are slowly starting to reopen. But doesn't it feel like time is getting faster as we go throughout the year? Like it felt like April was like a whole year in itself, or or like the whole whole month of March was a year in itself. But now as we progress, it just seems like time get fast. Time gets faster, and the NBA is going to be here sooner. Than expected, and you know with this whole bubble thing, I think it's it's very safe for all the players, and I think the NBA is going to take proper precautions. Uh, they're going to do testing, like you said, the quarantine, and I don't know about you saw, but I heard something where they're thinking about tracking players or tracing their steps where they go throughout the park.
0: No, I I know that that was that was proposed, but um, it was turned down because they you know, it's kind of on the honor system at this point where they got to just be able to trust the players. And um, I know I know certain individuals have talked about um, like I I know uh, somebody who has a relationship with uh, 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 one of the players and talked about going down there and how they can't go down there until after the first round is over. Right. So um, that would be. Uh, what I think like 13 teams would be eliminated at that point. And you would have, um, wait, well, I'm sorry, eight, 22, 16 teams would be eliminated at that point. And so you would only have eight left, right? And so um, as each team leaves, you can bring more people in to support the other teams, right? And so my question was, well, have you been told that you would have to quarantine? And, and the answer is yes, they would have to. Any family that comes down would have to come down and quarantine in, in a certain part of the park before they can even go in because, you know, they're subject to, to all this stuff too. So it's, it's, it, there's a lot of detail so, that's going into so this. I'm, wonder,
1: I'm, I'm wondering in that case, let's just say, you know, after the first round or, you know, we get to the second round and more people from these specific teams come in, is it going to be kind of like games one and two, there's going to be no fans in the stands. And as the series progress, you're going to see more people in the game environment.
0: Either that or I would I would assume this is what I would assume is like um, the when you get to the 16 team format. Right. When you actually get to the 16 team, you know, playoffs, um, those six other teams that get eliminated because there's 22 in total. Those six other teams, they bring their staffs. So six times 50. I think you can bring a party of 50. That's including your players, your personnel, your medical staff, all that stuff. Right. So that's 300 people right there, and I would assume that they would split up that 300 dividend between all the team, the the remaining 16 teams. So maybe they would give each team 20 additional people that they could bring on, so everybody can maybe bring on like a set of two. You know, I, I don't know how they're gonna uh, divvy it up, but I, I the NBA has been pretty on point with all of this so far. And they have they 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 weren't the first to come out with a plan where that's where I think Major League Baseball got into trouble. They leaked like a million different plans and proposals that they think could happen. You know, remember, we had the Arizona plan and then we had the Florida plan. And then we had the Arizona and Florida plan. And then we had the Arizona, Florida and Texas plan. And none of them ever came to fruition. And uh, and, and it, it was like it was like the MLB was like teasing and then letting it go, and then teasing and letting it go. And then lo and behold, the one thing that they should have been taking care of this entire time was labor agreements so they could even put in a plan to play because if you don't have players, you don't have a a game. Uh, But the NBA has been uh, staunchly, Mm -hmm. staunchly um, on top of this. Um, And they finally put out a proposal. They got the players to agree. That's in large part because Adam Silver has a great relationship with the players. He's in constant communication with them. The NBA has has set the tone in terms of how you deal with this. And, and I think they're right. Every other sports league that I've heard so far has not talked about a bubble because it's hard to pull that off, right? Basketball is one of those unique sports where you don't need a lot of space because, you know, a basketball court, you know, is only 90 by 54. And so you're, you're, you're able to pull those off a little bit easier, I would say, than baseball who needs, you know, a giant field. Football, same thing, giant field, and um, and none of those other sports have talked about quarantine. That's why I think M- the NBA has a significant advantage. Now, the quarantine part is is difficult for anybody, but again, you're not yeah. going to ever hear me, Saul Bookman, ever say boo hoo because you have to quarantine for two or three months at Disney, okay? I was quarantined for freaking <laughs> eight months in Iraq. You can go shut the hell up, okay? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh. Like, I mean, for real, like, there's bigger problems and bigger issues out there than being able to, you know, yeah. to, to be stuck in getting, you know, first-class service and room service, I'm sure, uh, to the nth degree that <laughs> where these gentlemen are going, so
1: and it's not like this is like you're sharing a room with other people like i'm sure there's plenty of rooms for players and their families and you're still going to be around with your family so it's not like you're by yourself all the time just playing basketball and it feels almost like like a boot camp no it it's it's going to kind of feel like a mini vacation for a lot of these players but the one of the the unique traits about this whole situation is the possibility of players on the move like there are a bunch of free agents currently DeMarcus Cousins is a free agent right now because Mm -hmm. the Lakers waived him so they could Mm -hmm. you know make room to get other players and then that way when next season came they were just going to re-sign DeMarcus Cousins so they still allowed him to use the medical facilities and, and rehab his injury but DeMarcus Cousins is a free agent right now and any team can reach out to him and say hey man We want to pay you. We have enough money. We can bring you on and we can add a pretty solid center uh, to our mix. So I think you're going to see a lot of free agents adding to teams because there's also the possibility, and this has been reported, that a lot of players are kind of nervous about going down here because, you know, recently there's been a spike in COVID-19 and Mm -hmm, people mm -hmm. are nervous that, you know, what are, if these people, if we're all flocking to this enclosed area Are we going to be at risk of possibly catching the coronavirus? So Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. There's just a a lot of things going into it. But like you said, Saul, the NBA, of course, they're the league that's taking the next step because they've always been the league about keeping up with the times and taking the proper steps to make sure that the game remains relevant and adding some excitement to the game. NBA has always been about that. David Stern set the tone. God bless his heart. And um, Adam Silver took over, and he's, in my opinion, the best commissioner of professional sports. So it should Absolutely. be interesting to see what they do moving forward.
0: For sure, for sure. No, I I, I totally agree. I, I love the NBA. I think what they've what they've been able to do, and I think from a public relations standpoint, um, the appearance, the optics of everything that the NBA has been involved with, um, not only uh, on the court but also in in social. Injustice matters. You know, there's a lot of outspoken athletes in the NBA, I think, more than any other sport. And, it, and it's great to see. It's great to see. Absolutely. And uh, it's something that I definitely embrace and I know you embrace. And um, and then, you know, with this global pandemic, you know, I, I'm sure there is a lot of fear and I understand the fear. Um, at the same time, you know, what, what's, what's the alternative? OK, if we don't play a season right now, then we run the risk of not understanding what hurdles really exist as we move forward right and then when you come to the 2021 season what do you do you know you still haven't you still haven't played any games you still haven't put in any infrastructure in terms of how to deal with you know whether it be personnel team personnel players um, or even fans should they be allowed to come back at some point like you you don't understand those hurdles that i think this short little test run Will enable teams to see things that maybe they didn't see before, like they didn't understand before, and they, I mean, you know, there's 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 a lot of different instances, right? Like my 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 example is when 9 11 happened, and I'm not I'm not saying this is like 9 11. Um, when 9 11 happened, who knew that you had to take off your shoes to go through the the you know the terminal, right? security yeah you have to take off your shoes to go through security i'm like why and it was because one of the the guys explained to me that it's it's easier to hide some um, items in your shoes especially under the soles or you know people can can uh, craft different unique things on how to hide things obviously and uh and that's why they started doing the body scans and all this other stuff so there was things that that started happening i'm sure in those immediate moments after 9-11 Um, As security started to understand more and more how people try to sneak things into uh, to the airport or airlines that they started to develop. And that's over. You know, that's a uh, you know, you test and you test and you look and you evaluate and you observe and you evaluate and then you put in procedures that you think are going to um, be be uh, preventative um, from any danger. So when you get to the point of an actual return when it comes to a pandemic, which is something none of us have ever had to deal with to this degree uh you know there's there's a lot a lot of things that to be learned and i think this is a good the bubble is a perfect way to do it the nfl and major league baseball man that's oh that's yeah, that's gonna be interesting to see how they handle I'm, this
1: all i'm wondering i'm i, I want to video this if it happens so let's say fans are walking in and are they going to get their temperature checks right before they yeah. enter the bubble they have
0: to I, I don't, <laughs> it's like, they have scan to.
1: your ticket, scan your forehead.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, honestly, like if, if, if you're a fan, <laughs> would you want to go into a situation like that without being scanned? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't want to wow. go in there. That's Even crazy. as a, a member of the media, I don't want to go in and, there, you know?
1: And, and you know what? This could carry over into football season. We could probably see NFL teams, you know, doing this or your college football if nothing oh i 1000% per- i
0: think yeah I, I i think there's no doubt that we will see this for sure yeah. and, and that's if, if fans are even allowed to come back and justin i i mean i have a hard time believing and i know the nfl has the nfl happens to be in the off season during all of this and here in about a month, they no longer will be in the off season. They'll have to report to training camp. And, um, and it's going to be very, very interesting to see if they are actually going to allow fans to come back and watch games, because I just don't see how they can. I don't see how you can, you can have so many preventative measures for each individual. When you're talking about 50 000 to 75,000 seat stadiums, like I don't, I don't see it. And if you're a fan, even if you have season tickets, do you feel comfortable going to a game like I certainly don't. And and I marched in a protest last week. And for the last week, I have been paranoid that maybe I'm sick or anything like that. You know, any little. <coughs> oh, sh- do I have it? You know, what I mean, like I've been concerned, you know, and, and so I have pur- purposely stepped away from everybody. Um outside of maybe going to like a golf course and playing by myself, like that's the yeah. only thing I've done um, you have to you have to be careful because you have to care about your fellow man and woman and make sure that you're not getting anybody else sick or infected with this disease and um you know man it's it, or this virus and it'll be interesting anyway, major league baseball same thing we were talking about um how. You know, they, they are on the cusp, hopefully, of coming to a, a labor agreement. There's been a proposal of 114 games by the players, which was rejected. And um, it, the players are stuck on a full prorated salary. They want a full prorated salary depending on what games are going to be played. So they, they offered 114 at a prorated salary. And then they did uh, another proposal yesterday, I believe, late last, yesterday or late Tuesday for 89 games, full proposal. But they did give the, the owners two years of expanded playoffs should they um, agree to that. And then obviously the owners had rejected that and we're expecting another proposal today by the owners. The Rob Manfred has an out of, I I believe, 48 games that he can invoke and the players have to essentially shut up and play Um, 48 games at a full prorated salary. The owners don't want to pay a prorated salary because there are no fans. Yeah. You know, there's no fans. And so the only revenue that owners are going to be making is from the the television companies that are showing the games. And so it's a complicated thing. Baseball has had what it feels like, what, four months now to figure this out. They still haven't a lot of the, you know, I, I equate, I equate sports and the pandemic and how good your company is much like I do the golf course. Okay. When you're playing golf, you you know you, 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 you swing a type of way, whatever. When the wind blows, okay the wind has the effect of really enhancing your flaws. So if you slice it a little bit, you're going to slice it a lot when the wind blows. Um, and to me right now, the wind is blowing. And the sports leagues that have a, a good, strong relationship and foundation have prospered. And the other ones look like they're falling apart. Major League Baseball is the latter. They seem like they can't get their act together to to get some kind of compromise. People are blaming the players because they want a prorated salary. People are blaming the owners because the owners are being greedy and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't give a damn. I really don't care. Yeah. You have, as a baseball fan, okay, you have to hope that both these sides can agree to something. Something. I don't care. We need it. We need, we need sports right now. And what was long considered America's pastime has really lost that luster over the last two decades. Um, and it started with the labor strike back in 94 and everything kind of fell apart after that. And it took like the 98 season of Sosa and McGuire to really get fans back on board. And since then they still haven't had the following that they used to have. And yeah. you can't burn that bridge now and, again. Yeah. And you know what? Baseball
1: isn't as global of a sport as say a sport like basketball. And unfortunately, baseball had all all this time. they it, baseball was a much popular sport long before basketball ever became a popular sport. Mm-hmm. So they had all this time to reach out globally. Basketball has a blanket around the entire country in Europe, in Asia, probably yeah. the next biggest league uh, to the NBA. Besides the G League, of course, is the NBL down in Australia, and then of course you have you know players from South America coming up and playing in the NBA. NBA is just so global, and it's so much more popular. I mean, and I mean, basketball is the second biggest sport in the in the world. Yes, without a doubt, behind soccer, of yeah, course. Next to soccer, yeah, yeah. And it's to me, it, there's just no support with with the MLB in, and, and the, they haven't really done anything. To add some excitement, I mean, they changed, you know, the all-star format and they've done some things, you know, during all-star weekend. But I'm going to be honest with you, Saul. I was never really attached to baseball as I grew older. You know, I loved baseball yeah. as a kid and I watched it all the time. But as I grew older, I found myself more detached from the game and more attached to, say, a sport like basketball and football. So, you know, with, with the players right now, you know, See, That's
0: fascinating. But that's fascinating. Like, why? That? Like, like, why, why, why did you because gravitate the, more to basketball as opposed to baseball?
1: Because those sports evolved, in a and way better than in a sport like baseball. How so? Like, explain. What do you mean by that? So, basketball, you have these global figures, right? They're, you know, they're a part of Nike. Guys like LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Kobe Bryant, and when they go overseas. When they go to China, these guys are the most popular guy in that country for that weekend. You know, you see yeah. Clay Thompson. Uh, what's his uh, shoe brand like Anta or Antic or something like that? Uh, anyways, mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a Chinese brand. So when Clay Thompson goes over to China, he's beloved in, in that country. Yeah. Stephon yeah. Marbury, think about the impact that yeah, he's Starboard. had in in, in China.
0: So, so what you're talking about is is is, is more
1: American. Marketing and more Americans have made an impact globally than Americans from the sport of baseball. Any basketball player, let's say, okay, I guarantee Alex Caruso can go walk around in a mall in L.A. and get recognized faster before Mike Trout.
0: Oh, Is that outlandish to say? a, A thousand percent. A thousand percent. It, because that Alex Caruso is tall. A crazy, plays that, the is Lakers. A crazy, that is a crazy <laughs> statement, though. Think about that. You're talking about Mike Trout, who is probably going to end up being one of the best players of all time. He already is one of the best players in the major leagues, if not the best, okay? And Alex Caruso, a guy who comes off the bench, is maybe the ninth or tenth guy off the Lakers bench. Like, what? That is yeah. crazy. And, again, it's, you know, and, and I know a lot of baseball fans and there's one very passionate one in my office and, and I tried to listen to him and, and, and I know he's, he, he really wants baseball to be what it was, right? Because for him, he's an older gentleman. He grew up in the game. Um, he has idols like George Brett and you know, he, he understands the ins and outs of the game. He just, there's a passion and there's a, there's a romanticism, For baseball fans that they just don't want to let go. And I completely understand it. I totally understand it. I grew up in a time where baseball was just as popular as the NFL and just as popular or way more popular than the NBA. But as the NBA grew, the thing that the NBA did better than just about every other league outside of the NFL was market its star players. Yeah, that's that's why you had Magic Johnsons, Larry Bird's, Michael Jordans, and they they really started to expose their stars as individuals. And then, with that being said, these sorry, uh, with that being said, these sorry, I was like burping right here. Um, Mm -hmm. With that being said, like these storylines that would come across and the rivalries that started to build out of these, you know, these natural superstardoms, it was it was amazing. It's great TV. People love a good rivalry. And the thing with baseball, when you only have the Yankees and the Red Sox as the rival, and then maybe the Dodgers and the Giants when they're really good, outside of that, it's like okay, if I'm in Arizona and I'm not a Cubs fan, do I really care about the Cubs and the Cardinals? No, not really, because yeah. there's uh, the Cardinals are the best team, one of the best teams in Major League Baseball, and their star power is like meh. Like I can't, yeah. I can't off the top of my head think of like three great. St. Louis Cardinals players in the last two decades, but they've won World Series. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what I'm talking about. Like, the star power. You know, when you're watching the Giants play the Royals in the World Series, there was a little bit of star power because you had Madison Bumgarner on the mound, and he was the one that was kind of getting all the hype. So, in itself, he was building his own star power. So, I was like, okay, they need to beat this guy. You know what I mean? So, you kind yeah. of felt something. Fans want to feel something when they're watching a game. It doesn't matter what game it is, they want to they want to pick a side. And if you can't build up brands or individual players to the point where people can take a side, people just kind of, you know, meh, and they move on. And that's yeah. where I think baseball is completely missing the mark. They are well, not celebrating and advertising their players the way they need to to really in- promote the game to another level.
1: And everybody needs a villain, right? Cuz you everybody. notice everybody needs a villain. So baseball was very popular when Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa were hitting home runs. Everybody loved yep. baseball at that point. That's when I really loved baseball because you see these guys and their offensive power. And you just went, wow. Like we're witnessing the golden era of baseball right in front of our very own eyes. And then all the news came out. And I'm excited to watch this new 30 for 30 coming out about these guys. Um But they became the villains, and everybody rooted against them. So everybody always kept track of Barry Bonds, even though he was going uh, for Babe Ruth's uh, record. Everybody hated him because of who he was and and what his past was or what he did. Um, Look at this. Baseball was talked about during the entire offseason simply because of the Houston Astros and their their sign-stealing scandal. Everybody hated them, but baseball was relevant because they were the villains, and everybody joined on, jumped on the bandwagon to hate the Houston Astros. I don't know. Baseball just to me just seems very cut and dry. It it, there's just there's no flavor to it, and that's why, like I said, when I got older, you know, I I went towards NBA and NFL, and I also think a big part of it too was the digital footprint. NBA Twitter dominates social media. Yeah, NBA exactly. Twitter is a real thing. There's no such thing as MLB Twitter. NBA no. on Instagram very popular. It's just but you know everyone why everyone talks about the NBA finals on on social media, the following, the footprint, the overall platform, it, it, NBA just gets it way more than MLB. And I know you we are talking contracts and wh- is the season going to get back on on track till this point, but it it's it's a trail. There's dominoes yeah. that
0: has got us to this point. Major League Baseball, okay, they have a very real issue when it comes to digital content, and I know this coming from a digital content guy. I am, I am, a, I am that guy, right? I'm that guy. I, I baseball restricts how how many um, how much you can use their footage, and so if anybody tries to put up highlights on this or that or the other on 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 YouTube or whatever, it'll get taken down. Whereas with the NBA, they're far more lax in terms of who can use their material, how many times they can use the, their their highlights and all this other stuff. I mean, think about it. if you just go and you Google or you YouTube Major League Baseball versus NBA highlights, you're going to find far more NBA highlights than you will baseball. Uh, uh, you know, it's it's crazy. And, and that's what I'm talking about. Like you have to free up. You have to have visionaries that understand where the product is in terms of the social landscape and how you can get more eyeballs on it. Little kids right now that are coming through this TikTok age don't care about a pitcher that's throwing a 3.96 ERA and he's got this he's got this curveball and this fastball and blah blah blah. Unless you're a diehard baseball fan, you just don't care. You want to see home runs, bat flips, trash talking, like you want to see that. And and you don't get that right now. You need to see that, like when when the old guard—and that's what I'll call him—the old guard gets upset about bat flips. I'm like, really, really? I'm 40, and I would love if I was in they, a if I was in major if I was in Major League Baseball right I'm now, I'd be bat flipping on a single. Like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how it's going down, man. Like, step your game up. Like, stop, a, stop I'm being, man. stop being, stop being so upset about something so silly. You know what I mean? Like. If if Ronald Acuna wants to bat flip because he's hyped that he just got a home run, let him bat
1: flip. (laughs) The other day was was the one-year anniversary of when Max Muncie went yard on Madison Bumgarner and it went into the ocean. Mm -hmm. And and he just looked at the ball. Dude, if I hit a home run, I'm staring at that thing until
0: it hits the ground. I am sorry.
1: And (laughs) and Madison Bumgarner said, don't look at it.
0: Just run. Then he said Max Muncy said, Yeah, you can go get that shit out of the ocean. Yeah, the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the Dodgers, but I love that. I love it. there's even a shirt that says you can go get it out of the ocean. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. trot it. around the base. I love, it. I love yeah. It. it. Yeah. I love That's it. That's what I like, like to I see. want more of that. I want yeah. more of that. If you don't want hey, if you don't want to serve up home runs, then don't serve up home runs. And you can avoid yeah. the issue altogether. You don't want to see a bat flip, don't serve it up.
1: <laughs> like, come on, man. But anyways, <laughs> I hope. MLB comes back. I hope there's a season, uh, because I think the month of October could be the juiciest sports month of all time. Because we get we're looking at NBA finals, the you know we're starting to look at the Major draft. League base, Major League Baseball would be in the playoffs. NBA draft will also be in October, and football and, will be going on. And football will also be going on college and, college and football. NFL. Oh, my so. Gosh.
0: It's going to be a juicy, uh, juicy. Have, I have anxiety thinking about it all and trying to cover it all. So <laughs> and, fingers oh, crossed. Don't, And don't forget about hockey. Don't hockey, forget about NHL. hockey, too. Hockey might yeah. be in the, the Stanley Cup finals at that point. Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> wow. Juicy. Wow. Yeah, super juicy right there. Um, wow. Yeah. Hey, moving right along to, to our final topic Reggie Bush is back in the house at USC, or at least they've invited him back, and his ten-year suspension is lifted, which I thought was just completely stupid. Anyway, I don't <laughs> honestly, I don't really care if a if a if an athlete gets a house, if an athlete gets a car, I don't I don't care. I just don't care. And the fact that the NCAA suspended him for ten years and took his Heisman Trophy away and blah, blah blah, I'm like, he's still the Heisman Trophy winner. Like, always will be. Always will be. The the public
1: will always recognize him as a as a Heisman Trophy winner. And there was always that awkward moment during the Heisman Trophy ceremony where you see all of the previous winners stand up on the yeah. stage and they skip and a then, year and they and there's no Reggie Bush, or they'll show like the different faces, and it will yeah. go straight from was it 04? to 06. It goes straight yeah. from Matt Liner to uh Troy Smith, the guy from yeah. Ohio State, and they yeah. totally skip over Reggie Bush. They don't acknowledge it. USC never acknowledged him and they didn't bring him back on campus. You know, I'm really happy that, you know, USC and Reggie Bush have patched the relationship. USC also patched the relationship with uh O.J. Mayo. I don't
0: know. Well, I don't it, know if I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that they patched the relationship yet because I think Reggie Bush is still upset about the way he was he was treated while he was gone, um, sure. and, but, and banned from the from the campus. So, um, but they're but they're I, not going think... to
1: talk about Reggie Bush like he's Voldemort from Harry Potter.
0: Like, oh, you remember <laughs> remember that, I mean, that great running back? You know who? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, really, I mean, the biggest L Reggie Bush really took was losing Kim Kardashian during that time. So, I mean, <laughs> let's be real, <laughs> and to Kanye West of all people. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, but don't Chris Humphreys.
0: Uh, uh yeah. Uh, we would we don't have to go down the list.
1: <laughs> there, there's there's a there's a laundry list of, of there's names. There's a whole but, other
0: podcast for that one, I'm sure. But
1: but the next thing that we need to do is give Reggie Bush his Heisman back. Because that's not confirmed yet, actually. USC is just reinstating him. So they're just going to have all the stats. They're probably going to retire his number and, and put his jersey in the coliseum, but there's no word on his Heisman. So that yeah. needs to be the next thing.
0: Give Reggie his Heisman. Hopefully, back. hopefully. I mean, I think that's that's up to the Heisman Foundation, though. I don't think that's up to USC. So um, yeah, we'll see how that all works out. Speaking of great running backs, this Sunday we have like, like that transition, baby. There we I go. I like it. <laughs> uh, we have Bijan Robinson who's widely considered the number one college football running back coming in a uh, freshman running back coming into the season. Uh, he is a local product but he also is going to be playing for the UT Longhorns Texas is in the house Big 12 who uh, also has another uh, big time freshman running back coming in I believe to uh, TCU or something like that anyway Bijan Robinson gonna be in the house on Sunday on the Total BS Podcast live stream. So please join us for that. And uh, other than that, besides watching our podcast on Sunday, Justin, what are you watching on TV right now?
1: So Netflix has uploaded a bunch of stuff. I still have not purchased HBO Max. Yeah, buddy. I I need to get on that. I know I've been lagging, but um, I was checking out Netflix the other day, and I watched a throwback movie that I haven't seen in forever. And I and speaking of HBO, we had HBO, and this movie always came on HBO, and that is Joanna Man. Ju- Quite possibly Man. the
0: worst basketball <laughs> movie of all time.
1: Possibly. But it's about an NBA player who gets kicked out of the league and then disguises he goes drag and plays in the WNBA. And for some reason, I don't know how he got caught early earlier, but it's a goofy movie. Um, It's, it's on Netflix right now. And it's actually one of the popular choices on Netflix. So when you look, uh, look up the homepage on Netflix, it should be uh, right there. But uh, other than that, you know, I watched the Bruce Lee 30 for 30 be water, which I thought was amazing. It was so great to see, all the different voices who were impacted by Bruce Lee, including Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I had no idea the kind of impact Bruce Lee had on Kareem. And I knew he was in one of his movies, but Mm -hmm. they had such a tight knit relationship and Kareem, uh, said, you know, I owe a lot of my success to Bruce because he showed me a lot of different things and taught me all, all sorts of things about mixed martial arts and how to control my body and, and and maintain a healthy lifestyle. So I thought it was great. And it's a different style of documentary. It's just Bruce Lee film the entire time. Bruce Lee clips is all you see. You never see Kareem Abdul Jabbar talking to the camera. You just hear his voice. So it's a unique mm. style documentary. It's on uh, with the ESPN Plus. I mm-hmm. highly recommend check it out.
0: Fantastic. Well, that's a good call because the first call was trash. Uh, yeah, one, man. I like Come the second on one. one. Uh, I think one. the worst one. basketball movie of all time is Eddie. So if you would have brought those two up in the same <laughs> sentence, <laughs> this, this podcast, this podcast <laughs> would effectively be over today. So, uh, no, I agree. Uh, uh, no, I, I'm going to have to check that one out. Again, HBO Max is where it's at for me right now. I've been watching a Big Bang Theory. Uh, getting quite a few laughs. I love the the intelligent commentary. And um, even if you don't know what quantum physics are, uh, it's still uh, pretty hilarious. So uh, I appreciate that one. And there's a, there's a lot of other um, great documentaries that are out right now on Netflix for sure. Um, and Spike Lee's got a new joint coming out um, about um, some Vietnam veterans, uh, some black Vietnam veterans that go back to Vietnam to I, not find buried treasure but it's something to that degree um and there's a lot of um social commentary that that happened within that movie um he was talking about it on get up today and um, so i might have to check that one out and other than that it's pretty much it my days are filled with you know busy work and and trying to see what's new on on tv so um, yeah, we'll see. But like we said, B. John Robinson going to join us on Sunday. We're looking forward to that. We might have another guest or two. We'll see what we can get lined up. But um, uh, in the meantime, oh, also major shout out to the Social Distance Drinking Club, uh, who uh, really promoted our podcast, uh, Ad, Adam and Brett out there doing their thing along with um, their host. And so uh, major shout out to them. We appreciate the love and uh, maybe we can do some type of a cross promotion thing sometime. I don't know. We'll see.
1: It'd be great. You know, I tuned into their podcast and it was very entertaining. Um, I had a couple of laughs uh, and yeah, I mean, these are, you these learned are something, right? I did learn something because I'm not really much of a drinker, but to hear, you know, the, their lingo and how they talk about drinks and and what makes each one unique and the different flavors. It's just very entertaining to listen to. So uh, hopefully we can get these guys on our podcast and hopefully we can go on their podcast and maybe have a drink or two.
0: For sure. For sure. Absolutely. So stay tuned for that. But until then, uh, Sunday's coming up soon and we can't wait to see it. Justin, you got anything else to add? Yes, sir.
1: Make sure you subscribe to the Total BS Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And also make sure you tune in to our Sunday broadcast on Facebook Live. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. And also
0: subscribe to our YouTube page at Total BS Podcast. There you go. Until Sunday, we'll see you then. Peace. Your fans just like in our fans. Be cool, just part of the program. Spit your best
1: 16 if you must, you're not whack, you just sound whack rapping after us Yo, your fans just might turn into off fans Be cool, it's just a part of this program Spit your best 16 if you must, you not whack, you just sound whack rapping after us